from Corner to Corner proudly presents the Mount Rushmore's of Wrestling, where we talk about heels, faces, tag teams, and many things more. Here are your hosts, Sean Kuyper and Neil Payne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner presents Mount Rushmore of Wrestling and more. And more. We've got into a lot of and mores. We have. We, 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 we have. Last week was holidays. <laughs> you were a little eh about that, but the people have spoken. <laughs> and they are all about your national s- pig suckling day. Roast day. <laughs> That's so funny. Adam's list was almost identical to mine. Actually, it was the same four holidays. He just had them in a different order. He's a... That just shows you why we're mortal men. He's a turd. So, how many topics we got left on the wheel? The question is, how many did I add? Have you added more? I don't know. Have I? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, we haven't done one of my topics in a long time. So I feel like you should have, you missed your opportunity to be like the old lady in Titanic. Yeah. You'd be like, it's, it's been, been 84 80. years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that clever. You're not. So, you ready to get right into it? Spin O choices. It's wheel O choices. Dang it. It's spin a Rooney. Why do I always mess this up? I say. It's time for the spinneroonie, and you go, wheel, oh, choices. Let's try it again. Well, you, well, hold on, hold on. I want to defend myself for a second. Okay. I messed it up because you didn't do your part. So, I blame you. Oh, well, uh, as you always do. I always get blamed for everything, so I'm used to it. It's your fault. So, are we ready for the spinneroonie? Wheel, oh, choices. Big money, big money, big money. No whammies. What the heck is that? The topic is athletes. But we're talking like specimens. Like who is the best athletic specimen? You definitely added this to the list. No, this one's been on the list for a while. Well, I didn't. That's not my topic. Well, I added it. But I think it was a topic. I had athletes. What got it started was we talked about who would be the top athletes. Yeah. And then our lists were very similar. Yeah. If you remember this conversation, we talked about, well, then maybe it would be athletic specimens. That's true. See, so you you remember this. Yeah. I mean, do we need to spin the wheel again? No. No. No, that's fine. Okay. I mean, and I think when you're talking about specimens, you're talking about performance, Records, championships, numbers, longevity, like all the stuff. Like when you think of athletic specimens, because I think the way we had looked at it were, uh, you know, was it top athletes, competitors? I, I forget how we, we talked. At- I know we've talked about iconic. We've talked right. about, you know. But I think every time we talked about it, our list ended up very similar. Well, we kept going back to the titles and the championships right. and stuff like that, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're greatest athlete. Right. So we're just you know. looking for. I mean, Tom Brady, greatest quarterback. No one's going to say he's the greatest football athlete. You know, no, no. And what, I mean, Tom Brady, almost to the point that athlete doesn't go with Tom Brady's name. Right. Right. 
I mean, and, no. and and I'm kind of a Tom Brady mark. Yeah. I mean, at least for the last two years. Right. And he ripped my heart out this year, decided right. to retire, jerk. I mean, yeah. you're 45. What would have been another year? No, I totally, totally understand. So, without further ado, you want to go first or me? I don't care. Go. I'm going to go. And this this person just popped in my head right off the bat. Yep. I'm going to go with Serena Williams. Nice. Changed the game and the landscape of tennis. Forever. She is so freaking athletic. Mm-hmm. Like, And when we talk about specimens, she's freaking nature when it comes to the female tennis player. Mm-hmm. She's won 20-plus Grand Slam titles. Yep. Had a baby, come back and won one more. She's, I mean, her sister was great as well, too. But nobody compares to Serena. We'll never, ever see another Serena Williams when it comes to ladies' tennis. And the things she did on the tennis court, no other female had done right. or will do. Right. And it wasn't like it was close victories. She no. dominated. She dominated. And anytime she's still in any tournament, she doesn't play nearly as many tournaments right. now. I mean, you know, she's been so good for so long. Anytime she's in any tournament, she's always one of the favorites to win it, no matter how long she's been away. Right. You know, you see you see your men's side, and you had, you know, your Pete Sampras and your Roger Federer's and your Rafael Nadal's and your Novak Djokovic. These guys, they kind of come in cycles, right? Yeah. But they all had a little period of time, and then, well, it was, I guess maybe, you know, there might be two or three women prior to Serena that you can think of. And then it was just Serena Williams. Yeah. And if anybody was able to win a tournament other than Serena Williams during that, well, congratulations to you. Right. Right. Because yeah. it was it was it was complete and total domination. And then since she's left, it's kinda of back the let's toss it back yeah. and forth. Osaka. Yeah. You know, I she mean, she's pretty good, you know. But yeah. So my number four, Serena Williams. Nice. Well, I'll see your number four. And I'll raise you my number four, who also changed their sport, Tiger Woods. Very good. Tiger Woods, you know, you think about golf prior to Tiger Woods, they were good golfers. Mm -hmm. Was golf ever must-watch television prior to Tiger Woods? Nope. It was not. I mean, you may, if you were with your grandpa flipping through, or your uncle, or, you know, and golf was on, you might stop and watch it. You know, there were some good stories. There were some good golfers. I mean, Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer, you know, Payne Stewart, you know, all these guys. Tiger Woods comes along. Completely different golfer. I mean, he was the first golfer that you looked at and was like, but that guy lifts weights. Grip it and rip it. I mean, he just grabbed – I mean, he could hit – he could drive a ball so far. He was – he made golf cool. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods made golf cool. And, I like, I can't – now you look at golfers now, and they're all jacked. Well, that's what I'm saying. He, or that's what I was going to say. He brought the muscles to golf. Right. Right. I mean, because you look at Bryson DeChambeau, who can drive the ball 400 yards. Right. He's the modern-day Happy Gilmore. Right. And then um, the I can never remember the other dude that like hates playing golf, but he's so good at it. Yeah. I can't think of his name. 
He's like one of the big top guys right now. But anyways, he's Brooks Kopka. Yes, that's it. He hates playing golf, but he's he's really good at it. Right. But he's jacked too. Right. And it's like it's like it brought Nike into golf. Yeah. It brought video games into golf. <laughs> it's become must I mean, there's times that if I'm flipping through and I'm like, oh dang, the Masters is on or the US Open. Like, I sit down and watch. Yeah. And he changed forever changed the game of golf. And just you know, he had he had injuries and other things in his career that happened that sidetracked, you know, sidelined him from breaking the all time majors win record. Yeah. I think he was definitely gonna break that. Had he not got injured, uh, you know, his knees and his back. Uh, but that, a lot of that comes from he swung the club so hard. Yeah. But Tiger Woods is an athletic specimen that golf had not seen until 1996 when he came on the scene. Yeah. And now he fundamentally changed golf. So number four for me, Tiger Woods. Solid number four. If he's your number four, I'm excited to hear the rest of your list. I'm going to go a tad different route here because I feel like that this is probably going to be the one opportunity that we're going to talk about uh, athletes that change the game. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that you can make this list and not put Jackie Robinson on that list. Jackie Robinson's a good one. He changed the game. Right. So my number three is Jackie Robinson. Obviously, we all know he was the first African-American to play uh, Major League Baseball. In a time where that wasn't cool, we were still uh, way before you know segregation and stuff like that. But he was an athlete, right? And he played his way onto that team. He did, and he changed baseball. He did to the point he's the only only player to have his number retired across the league. Mm-hmm. April fifteenth was the first day that he played, and every year on April fifteenth. Every major league baseball player wears wears a number forty two. They do, and I think it's one of the coolest things that's done. One million percent. I have a feeling that we're not going to be able to pull that off this year because the I don't know that we're going to be playing baseball by the time April fifteenth rolls around. But I hope I'm wrong. But anyways, Jackie Robinson, my number three athlete of all time. Nice. My number three changed. Sports in the perspective that he made multi-sport athletes a thing. Mm -hmm. Before, I think we specialized. But I'm talking about none other than Tecmo Bowl cheat code himself, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson excelled in baseball. Bo Jackson excelled in football. But he never reached his full potential in either because he wouldn't give the other one up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it ended up costing costing him some longevity mm-hmm. because he wouldn't give it up. Right. But the things that Bo Jackson could do, not only on a baseball field, but man, you put that dude in the backfield of your foot. He was a I mean, it was it was crazy. I you you've it was heard so fast. You've heard you've heard stories that like there was no, especially him in high school and college, like there was no off season for him. Yeah. 
I mean, he played two professional games in one day. Yeah. Baseball and football. Like, that doesn't happen. And, and you know, you always like to jab at my age. Uh-huh. Like, I remember that day. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I was in high school. You were still in diapers. But that was a crazy day. Right. To see him play the afternoon. I, I can't remember. I, I feel like that it was... It was baseball and then football. I think he played like a you know the, the uh, you know later later on, but uh, it was it was phenomenal. But yes, Bo Jackson was was amazing. I mean, and and like I said, he, he was a track star. People don't talk, you know they don't talk about him being a track star. I mean, football player, baseball player, just he was an athlete like we will never see again. Yeah. But now I, I saw um, this past NFL playoffs. I saw where maybe the when there was eight teams. So that's the divisional round. Mm-hmm. Seven of the eight starting quarterbacks in the divisional round were multi-sport high school athletes. Mm-hmm. A few of them were multi-sport in college. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes being the one that comes to mind. Right. Now it's not uncommon for there to be a multi-sport athlete. Yeah, these these guys are playing year-round. I mean, Russell Wilson got drafted in Major League Baseball and football. So did Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray yeah. drafted in Major League Baseball and football. I'm not so sure that Mahomes didn't. He might have. Yeah. And it's like now that's kind of the norm. Bo Jackson in his day, you found out one you were good at, and that's the one you stuck with. Right. Well, when you're Bo Jackson, you're good at both of them. It's hard to do that. Yeah. So my number three, Bo Jackson. Solid. Solid. Um, and I've been tossing wishy wishy washy back and forth. I uh, I think it's hard to go away from a guy that is so physically talented. And have the longevity with it, too. I think it's hard to go away from my number two of LeBron James. And I know it's not the 1980s and 1990s basketball. Those guys couldn't play 18 years. And and arguably, he's as good or better now than he was 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, he's playing more minutes. Yeah. Scoring more points. He's just so physically over-dominating. Well, and I made a point the other day. He's never really been injured in his career. Who's played almost 20 years in the league and doesn't really get injured? Yeah, right. And, and, you know, you athletes today know how to take care of their bodies so much better. Why do you think Tom Brady has played to the age of 43? He eats a diet that nobody else on this planet would even think about. Right. But he did that because he knew what he had to do in order to be able to stay in the physical condition that he's in. Yep. Right? And the same thing with LeBron. He plays so hard. I mean, when the Cavaliers won that championship and he did that run down from behind block, there's probably only one person in the league that could have done that, and that was LeBron James. I was say, well, I, not even on the league. Probably on the planet, there's yeah. only a handful of people that can yeah. do that. And 
that's because he's just a sheer and I mean and he's been a specimen since he was in high school. Right. Like he was drafted out of high school as the next big thing. As the next big thing. He's one of the few that have lived up to that moniker. Right. Right. The thing that everybody holds against him is the fact that he doesn't have all the titles. He's been to lots of championships. I mean, we were talking the other day about LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, actually, before our last episode, when uh, our, our last Saturday episode, when we did the jambalaya, which yeah. I enjoy saying. You can't tell me that you don't like saying jambalaya, and it's not a fun word. I didn't. I, nothing against the word jambalaya. I'm just telling you, it's a lot better than wild card. Anyway, I digress. We were talking that LeBron James... It's just, I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, it his, his, he, he does get knocked that he doesn't, he doesn't have the titles. But the dude played in seven straight NBA finals. Mm-hmm. All seven finals were because he was on the team. Right. <laughs> I mean, we've talked. We, well, I don't want to get too far off on it because on last week's show we talked about why. He, other than Spolstra and the Miami Heat team, he's not played with another Hall of Fame player or another Hall of Fame coach on any of those other trips to the finals. Right. Anthony Davis, I love him to death. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Not right now. Because he can't stay healthy. Right. He is hurt all the freaking time. Perfect example of why LeBron James is such a freak of nature. They've played together for three years now. And I'll bet you if you go back and look at it, they've played less than 50% of the games actually together. Probably. Because Anthony Davis is hurt all the time. Right. So my number two, LeBron James. I will say that LeBron is not on my list, but it was hard to keep him off of. Yeah. For a lot of the same reasons that you said. My number two is a baseball player. Okay. And he gets a lot of flack. Justified or not, doesn't matter. He's my all-time favorite baseball player. And you look at his transformation all through his career. And he's been an athletic specimen his whole career. Mm -hmm. And that's Barry Bonds. Yeah. Barry Bonds. Everybody talks about, well, he was on steroids. He was all, you know. And he may have been. I'm not here to debate that. It was never proven. It was never proven. I can tell that, I can tell you that, he got significantly bigger from 92 to the early 2000s and specifically the mid 90s on but again never proven but prior to that he was the one of the first i mean he was a 40 40 guy mm-hmm. he would have been a which you don't see many of those that are now today he would have been i firmly believe he would have probably been a 50 50 guy that's before he comes to san francisco yeah yeah, he didn't run that much once he got the same, once he got the same. Well, no, I mean because he got so muscular and like he and they walked have, him ninety percent of the time. And I was gonna say, and then he goes to San Francisco. He changes his body. He becomes a power hitter. He was more along the lines in his Pittsburgh Pirates day, more along the lines of King Griffey Jr., who was also hard for me to keep off this list. But he was that kind of guy. He was he would he would hit forty home runs on you. But he was also going to leg out a single, and he was going to turn a single into a double. And and if you didn't watch out, he was going to steal third. But that was Barry Bonds prior. He comes to he comes to San Francisco, changes his body, and you just hit. 
he saw junk. And, and, and part of the reason I put him on this list is part of being a specimen is having the knack. He had the eye, maybe the best eye in all of baseball, mm-hmm. in the history of baseball. Steroids or not, it doesn't improve your eye for the, your eye for the ball. Right. So while he may have been on steroids to help get that over the fence, you know, knock it, you know, 50 yards further, the fact that he got pitched junk and he still hit 73 home runs, he still broke Hammer and Hank's record, is amazing. Mm -hmm. Mark McGuire, we had this conversation the other day too. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds made baseball must-see after the lockout. Yep. If it wasn't for those three and their home run chases and home, and home run races, I don't know that the fans come back. Right. And the fact, and this is for a topic for a different show, but the fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame is criminal. Right. And there's others. But my number two athletic specimen, Barry Bonds. Solid. Honestly, totally forgot about Barry Bonds there for a second. He just, you know, but solid. I definitely agree with you that, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to think of a comparison. And this is kind of what I, the the whole, like, junk thing. Like, he just waited for his pitches, right? He he's the he pup, was patient. He's the... He's the Texas Hold'em player that only plays pocket aces. Right. They're going to – I mean, seriously. They're like, nope, fold, 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 fold. Oh, pocket aces, I'm in. Right. You know, that's that's the only hand they play. Right. So that's basically what he was. And then they win every time that they have those pocket aces. Yep. So, great pick, great pick. Well, my number one has already been mentioned. He was my number one for the moment that we picked, the, that we picked this topic t- tonight. And it's because there's never going to be another one. And that's Bo Jackson. Right? There's never, ever, ever going to be there's never. An, another Bo Jackson. Mm-mm. I know Shohei Itani right now is a is, is pitching and hitting, but he only pitches and he only DHs. He doesn't play the outfield or anything like that. And then so, he doesn't leave the baseball field and go run for the Rams. Correct. <laughs> right. And... He is, to me, the most iconic athlete ever. Now, I know the argument can be made for probably what I believe to be your number one. And that's if it's who I think it is, then I, then I don't disagree. But the fact that he did play two sports in a time that we didn't have the technology then that we have now. Right. And if we can't do it now with the technology and the eating regiments and the exercise regiments, right. that makes it even more impressive what he did. 100%. Not to mention the fact that he had a freaking bow nose campaign with Nike, and every time you turned around, he was on a million commercials, yep. bow nose biking, bow nose t- kayaking, bow nose this, bow nose that. And you know what? He probably was the best kayaker in the United States because he was freaking Bo Jackson. Yeah, yeah. It was he like he was iconic. I loved him. I I still have 
several of his baseball and football cards from back then. It was just unbelievable to watch. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even mention Barry Sanders. Nope. I'm sorry, not Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Well, I mean, Barry Sanders could Well, be- Beyond, uh, Barry, yes, but Deion did the same thing. Not right? nearly as good. Not nearly as good. He was much better at football. Bo was better. Bo was better at both sports. Yeah. Unfortunately, a terrible injury took him out, and that pretty much ended it all. Right. So, but my number one has to be Bo Jackson. And I and 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 again, Bo Jackson made my list. I really thought Bo Jackson would be both of our number one. So when you said him at number three, I was shocked. Yeah. But then I wasn't thinking Barry. So, I mean, I've thought. And 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 you probably do know who my number one's going to be, but names that I've thought that could have made the list. I mean, this is a wrestling podcast. Started as a wrestling podcast. Brock Lesnar is an athletic specimen. Yeah. Mike Tyson mm-hmm. is an athletic specimen. You, Deion Sanders, Barry Sanders, Usain Bolt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's really hard, and and and, yeah. and we are coming up with these off the off the cuff. And if if we if you gave us time to think about it and and look, I don't know that our numbers would change, but we may adjust a little bit, you know. Or like like you said, you 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 hadn't even thought Barry Bonds, yeah. You know, so there may be somebody that we didn't think of that we could add. But I like you with Bo Jackson. I'm solid on my number one pick. Yeah, and it's for actually for a lot of the same reasons that. My number one's Michael Jordan. Right. And I assumed he probably was. Right. Michael Jordan, you said Bo Jackson, most iconic athlete. And 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 Bo Jackson came around a little earlier than Michael. Just a, so, Well, they were basically around the same period. Bo Jackson was famous before Mo, right. Bo, um, you know. So, Bo Jackson was. was kind of the famous athlete when you were coming up. Yeah. Then it became Michael Jordan. Yes. Michael Jordan for me. And, you know, he was in the McDonald's commercials, and he did the Gatorade thing, and then he got his own shoe brand and all this stuff, right? But you look at what basketball was prior to Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. It wasn't all that entertaining. Right. And Michael Jordan made a smaller market, because at the time Chicago was a smaller market team. Yep. Made a smaller market team relevant. I'll never forget the story that the Portland Trailblazers, that's the year they drafted Sam Bowie. Right. But they had Clyde Drexler, so they didn't need a two guard. And there was, I think it was a scout, he said, you need to draft Michael Jordan. And they're like, but we got Clyde Drexler. We don't need Michael Jordan. We need a big man. And the and and the scout so famously said, "Then play him at center, but draft Michael Jordan." And they didn't. They drafted Sam Bowie, who got hurt, who got hurt, and had no career, no career. But in the defense of Portland at that time, right? Akeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewan, right? You know, it was a big man's game it, back then. It was, and you had to have a big man. Yeah, I mean. Lambeer, Kevin McHale, you, they all had big men. So to, to compete, you did have to have a big man. Yep. But Michael Jordan, to me, changed the game of basketball. He is probably the most iconic, in my mind, the most iconic 
athlete of all time. Yeah, he's one of those. And, and, and in terms of recognizable, they're both in the top three or four, probably. My, but Michael Jordan, everybody knows who Michael Jordan is, and I feel like everybody knows who Bo Jackson is. I, I would agree. Um, I, when I say iconic, I mean based on the fact of just the, the right. sheer athletic. Right. You're, yeah. You know, but yeah, Michael Jordan is by far the most recognizable athlete on the planet. Right. So he is like his athletic feats. I mean, you know, before Michael Jordan, nobody was jumping from the free throw line and dunking the ball. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, he made it like you think of dunks and dunks. You had, you know, you did have Dr. J, and he, you know, he did a little razzle dazzle. But I mean, dunks at that point, you turn into your big man, and he turns and he two hand slams it. Yeah, I mean, Michael Jordan was the guy that they said, "I bet you." It was Cliff Robinson, I think, said, "I bet you can't hit this free throw with your eyes closed." You, you remember that? Mm-hmm. So then he shoots his free throws with his eyes closed. I think it was the Kimbang Mutombo. Was it? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. He made. And, but you know, yes, I do remember that. Right. And and you know, how did you, Michael? How did you make that? And he gives he gives him the shoulder shrug. I don't know how I made it. I'm just that good. You know, he he wasn't a very good teammate, but that he that that changed. But he became. So, like he he got that he got that drive that he wanted to be better than everybody and he was going to keep working until he was for me for what he's done athletic specimen number 1 Michael Jordan solid i think both are solid lists i think they're i think they're solid lists yeah for sure and and you know tiger was one that i kind of had in my my brain there too um but serena it, williams surprised me i didn't know that you were going to pull serena out well um, it was basically between her and 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 uh, Tiger, yeah. but I, she's just so good, she's so good, you know. So we give the women a little bit of love, right? On it, right. I know. mean, listen, she she was an athletic specimen. Yeah. So my top four: Tiger Woods, Bo Jackson, Barry Bonds, Michael Jordan. Yep. And uh, I had uh, Serena at number four, and. Um, Who's my number three? I pulled a U. It's usually me doing this, and now I forgot who you picked number oh three. You had you had LeBron at two. Was he at two? Yeah. You had Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Yes. Serena, Jackie right. Robinson, LeBron. Yeah. And Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Solid list, man. Yep. So, another good show. All right. <laughs> he's been running a little long here lately. So awesome. Well guys, we hope you enjoyed the show and uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Stay safe friends. That wraps up this episode of Mount Rushmore wrestling. Tune in each Wednesday as we discuss our Mount Rushmore wrestling and more. Be sure to like us on our Facebook page. and Click us a follow on the podcast until next time. This is Sean and this is Neil. Stay safe.